How do you know if your writing is good enough to go into freelance writing work? That is what we're talking about today. You're listening to Copy Chatter, the podcast where we talk about all things writing business. We're having a conversation here about freelance writing and freelance writers, and you are invited. Let's chat about business, marketing, dealing with clients, mindset issues, copy tips, and rolling with the changes. We'll also delve into what's going on with this particular writer as I grow and build my own business. Ready to talk shop? It's time for some copy chatter. This is a question I get all the time, and I see it a lot in other writer groups too, in different writer forums. How do I know if my writing is good enough? What if I'm not good enough? Um, and this is a question I think anyone who considers himself a writer struggles with, whether you write fiction or nonfiction, whether you do books or you're freelancing like me, you have a blog, any of that stuff. We all have this insecurity of is my writing good enough? And I have a lot of theories about why this is, um, which we won't go into today, but um, I know that it is a thing. And the good news is that there are ways that you can find out. Now, before we jump into my thoughts on how to find out, um, you've probably heard a little bit of background noise. Today is my podcast day, um, and I ended up with a baby. (laughs) Some things happened and I had to take care of the baby today and I thought, well, let me see if I can record anyway. So you may hear some coos and some giggles and some grunts, um, some baby hyperventilating a little bit in the background. He's, I'm holding him, he's fairly close to the microphone. So the intern, the newest intern is joining us. He's about, he's a little over two months old and um, we'll see how this goes. Anyway, so I sat down and I thought, how do you how do you know if you're a good enough writer? And I came up with six different things that you can do to find out if you are a good enough writer. Um, so I want to walk through those things with you today. Now the first, um, I'm going to get this out of the way <laughs> so you can roll your eyes if you want. But I really feel like the first thing you can do is if you are a student in Clips Camp, if you have my Clips Camp program, then go through the course and do the exercises. The exercises are specifically designed to teach you the process of writing blog posts. So if you have some kind of decent innate talent for writing and you have the structure that Clipscamp gives you, um, then you're going to do pretty well right from the start. Um, One of the things that we do in Clipscamp is go over how to come up with ideas about what to write because that's one place where we all get stuck. Um, And then I give you some different frameworks for actually getting the post done. Um, But again, so the first tip I have is to go through Clipscamp if you have it. If you don't have it, you can go to (laughs) clipscamp.com and get it (laughs) if you want. But um, uh, you don't don't have to have it. Uh, I just wanted to get that out of the way. Now, the next thing is if you don't have Clipscamp, one of the big hurdles, like I just mentioned, is figuring out what to write about. So for that, if that is your struggle um, and you feel like your topics are not good enough, then um, my suggestion for you is to go over to a website called BuzzSumo, B-U-Z-Z-S-U-M-O.com. It is kind of like a search engine and pick any keyword. It could be a niche if you have a niche. It could be um, the topic of a book that you're reading. I mean, it can be anything. It can be freelance writing. If you can't figure out, if you're like, well, what keyword do I write? Then just do a search for freelance writing. BuzzSumo will bring up the top 10 results of blog posts that exist on the internet about freelance writing. 
Um, I think they evaluate it based on number of shares, I think, shares and traffic or something like that. So it's like the most popular, not necessarily the best written, but the most popular, or the most shared, or maybe it's the most accessed. I'm not sure. Anyway, top. They'll bring you, they'll present you a list of posts. Um, and so when they do that, you will have a list of 10 blog post ideas that you can write about your topic. And now I would suggest that you pick one of those headlines Tweak it maybe a little bit or just take the headline and think of that headline as your assignment and then go write that blog post. Really, I mean, seriously. <laughs> I don't know what to write about should never be an issue that comes up for you. I'm going to mute my phone. Okay. Buzzsumo. So that was the next thing. If you would like a demonstration of how to actually do this thing on Buzzsumo, let me know. I don't know if that is of interest or not, but if it is, let me know. You can write to me or you can ping me in the Facebook group, the Inkwell Guild, um, and I um, I could do that live walkthrough if, if that sounds cool. Okay, so the next thing that you can do if you aren't sure if you're a good enough writer is once you have something written, get feedback on it. So if the first obstacle is, I don't know what to write, I don't know if I'm good enough, then, okay, so BuzzSumo will tell you what to write. Now, write the thing and then get feedback on it. Getting feedback from other writers is the probably the number one greatest way to improve at this particular skill. So I want you to do it. And it's scary, right? <laughs> People are really intimidated by feedback if you're not used to getting it. Um, but I will also tell you that the more you ask for feedback and the, the more open you are to receiving feedback, even if it's negative, the more you're going to improve and the faster you're going to improve. Um, and that whole feeling of, I'm so nervous, I'm so nervous, I'm so nervous. Um, you know, what if it's horrible? What if I'm terrible? Uh, you know, I must be the worst person out there. That negative feeling about feedback fades away because very quickly, once you start getting feedback, you realize how valuable it really is and you feel yourself getting stronger and you know that you're getting better and you are developing this skill and and it becomes a really good thing for you I um for example <laughs> I wrote a sales page recently for a course that I actually thought was so cool that I went and bought it myself <laughs> about decorating cookies and I was really proud of the sales page I thought I did a pretty good job with it and so I sent it to a few people and said, hey, will you take a look at this? Let me know what you think. I sent it to a couple of folks who I know are good copywriters, and I sent it to a couple of folks who I thought would be in the target market. Um, and I got really good feedback. And then I was chatting with another friend of mine who is one of the most studied copywriters out there, who, who I know of anyway, who I know personally. She has really spent a lot of deliberate practice studying copywriting and getting really, really good at it. Great, just phenomenal technical skill of copywriting. And I, and I was like, hey, could you look at this? Because I was wondering, you know, what, like, what would her feedback be? And, I, you know, I was, I'd had all this good feedback already. And I was kind of sitting pretty and like, oh, she's gonna love it too. And she comes back, she doesn't look at it for very long. And she's like, well, it's pretty good. But you didn't do this, this or this. And it's missing this. <laughs> and it was like, oh, crud. I felt really deflated for a second. I was like, crud, Amisha didn't like it. Dang, ah. You know, I must be terrible. How could I have forgotten that? She's totally right. And, um, but then I was like, no, this is awesome because um, this was something I worked really hard on and I still managed to overlook a couple of these things. So now I will never overlook those things again, right? Which means that future sales pages are gonna be 
even stronger. So you can flip that kind of negative apprehension and turn it into momentum moving forward. I did this thing and it's awesome. And now I know how to do it even better next time. Instead of, you know, I did all, I did this thing and this is all the stuff I did wrong. Change it to this is all the stuff I'm going to do better next time. Okay, so get get feedback. We have a weekly um, feedback thread in the Inkwell Guild in the Facebook group. It's free to join. I recommend that you come and get plugged in. Um, people are very kind and very gentle. I've worked hard to to build that supportive um, atmosphere in there. And we're all writers, and and we know how it feels. So um, you don't have to be so scared. <laughs> but if you are too intimidated to get feedback from other writers yet. Um, I want you to think about that. <laughs> Intimidation is just, it is a type of fear. Um, and one of the things I like to hit really hard with my students and with my listeners, yeah, it, is not to let the fear win. Don't let fear win. The, the longer you sit in the fear and let it control, you know, or let it decide what you do or don't do, the harder it is for you to, to keep going. If I've been intimidated for five minutes, um, maybe I'm intimidated, but if I've been intimidated for five years, that level of intimidation is going to be way bigger. So the sooner, uh-oh, the sooner you can kill your intimidation and push through the fear and, and get past it, the more you're going to grow, the faster you're going to grow, the better off you're going to be. Um, and the sooner you do it, the easier it is. Even though it feels impossible now, it's going to feel even more impossible if you have been sitting on it for six months. So don't let that be you. Um, I really, really want you to remind yourself not to let the fear win. Don't let the fear win. It is only going to hold you back. If you really, truly want this writing career, if you really, truly want to be a freelance writer, you have to overcome that fear because eventually you're going to have to be brave enough to send your stuff to clients and they're going to evaluate it and they're going to have a price tag attached to their evaluation. And that can be, oh my goodness, that can be even more intimidating to work through. So practice beating back the fear by getting feedback now from writers who are cheering you on. And you can do that in the Inkwell Guild. All right, I'm going to hop off. It's a quick episode today, but let me know what you think and let me know where you are struggling with this. If you feel like you're not a great writer and and it's just way too scary, um, reach out. Let me know and I will do my very best to encourage you. I'm probably going to point you to the group and say go post it in the group. <laughs> So come and join us. We are the Inkwell Guild on Facebook. You can just search for the Inkwell Guild or you can go to ashleygainer.com slash Facebook and that will take you right there. And I'll see you inside. A funny thing happened the other day. I realized that many of my podcast listeners don't know about Clips Camp. So now I'm going to tell you about it. Clips Camp is a three-week course for new and advanced new <laughs> freelance writers who want to get started with high paid client work. If you are on Upwork and miserable, if you're on Fiverr and miserable, or if you haven't even done anything to get started and you don't know what the first step is, Clips Camp is for you. I'm teaching you how to put together a solid portfolio of writing samples that position you as the kind of awesome writer that awesome clients want to hire. So if you want in on that or you just want more information, go to clipscamp.com and I will see you on the inside.